0: The Art of Delegation Amidst tight schedules and deadlines, one might easily be lost, unable to handle all the tasks alone. So the sensible way is to take the weight off of the heart and mind by hiring help, or in other words, delegating those tasks to others working under you, or even taking help from the peers. And especially for business owners or managers or supervisors, Knowing what to delegate and when to delegate is of prime importance because the delegated jobs are so much important and also most of the times they involve the interests of the stakeholders and the company in general. Also there are reasons for managers and business owners not to delegate tasks to their subordinates. They are not confident about the quality of work or outcomes and fear failures due to delegation. On the other hand, they may also feel doing the job by themselves is much easier than trying to explain the many nuances of it. Also sometimes they might feel threatened by sharing their knowledge and skills, for they feel they are in the first place quite indispensable to their team and even their management because of their knowledge and skills that they bring to the table and if shared they might lose out on their value addition to the firm. Also sometimes the managers and the people in the managing positions feel that they might be unduly putting pressure or work on their subordinates and they feel guilty about it and hence can forego delegation. There are also people who enjoy doing their jobs and also are very passionate and sincere workers and feel it harder to transfer their work pleasures to others even though it can be a pressure on themselves. Reasons like these can be many, but it's still important to delegate tasks many times, especially if it's coming at a cost of compromising on health, efforts or quality of outcomes. Honing oneself to delegate tasks will avoid falling back into a negative cycle. Also, delegating will have double the benefit that of helping the manager to avoid spending time on less priority tasks and lessening overload and also giving the subordinates an advantage and opportunity to learn and grow and help them climb up that corporate ladder without stagnation and eventually help the company grow with their own growth. Having listened as to why managers or supervisors are forced to delegate tasks, let's try to understand in detail the various other important aspects to delegation. As introduced to before, delegation is the transferring of responsibility of specific tasks previously handled by the manager to the peer or subordinate so that the manager or the supervisor feels less caught up in the tasks and can devote more time on the other priority tasks that cannot be delegated or navigated. It has an added advantage that subordinates or employers or rather, excuse me, employees because of the delegation presenting itself as an opportunity for them to further train themselves and hone their own skills. A Gallup survey showed that CEOs who delegated tasks to employees generated a 33% higher revenue for the company. By delegating tasks. They were free to accomplish other company building activities and tasks and grow the company from the employees context. The employee morale was boosted and they were empowered and increased their own productivity at the same time. And so taking on additional responsibility does not mean just accommodating time, it also means The employees learn something valuable and become more efficient in their own time management which reflects in all spheres of life, including the delegated tasks, and it propels them a level further up. Being aware of the advantages of delegation to both the managers and the subordinates, to the employer and employees, Let's get to the other side of delegation. That is, managers or supervisors or the business owners should also be aware of the caveats that need to be addressed while delegating tasks to their subordinates or employees. Employers and managers who are delegating tasks need to keep certain things in mind while delegating tasks to their subordinates. Let's go through them. Number 1 Make sure the persons whom the task is delegated to receive enough training to get the job done correctly and especially they need to be careful if that task is very new to them So it makes sense for the managers to give a proper training to their subordinates till they build their own confidence levels in those skills and also it is going to create a trust in the managers so in future they can depend upon their subordinates for any delegated tasks or help number two avoid micromanaging no employee or subordinate enjoys being looked over upon the shoulder after they have been delegated a certain task If they have received the proper skills and training with respect to the task it's wise for the managers to take a step back and allow them to carry out tasks rather than micromanaging their activities by doing so employees get that reassurance knowing that their boss or employer has trust and confidence in them having interested them the job and this boosts the employee morale number three ensure that reverse delegation does not happen whenever an employer or supervisor delegates a task to the subordinate sometimes the subordinate having been unable to do the task comes back to seek help from the managers in doing the task This can happen due to many reasons. Number one, the employee may may lack the skills or training in the task. Number two, the employee may not be confident in handling the task. Number three, the employee may be overwhelmed with too many tasks already on hand. So, ensuring that the employee is free from all these hurdles before delegating is a wiser approach for the managers to take. The managers or the supervisors before delegating tasks can instill that confidence in a lacking employee and provide the necessary skills and training or find a right time to delegate tasks to an overwhelmed employee already bogged down by so many responsibilities by carefully studying the employee's routine and assigning tasks accordingly. The employer can also demonstrate how to perform the task so that the employee has a first-hand experience at the task. But in spite of providing them with all the tools, techniques and resources and training, if still the manager finds it that the employee is reluctant to do the job, then it's time for the manager to move on and find somebody else who fits the bill. And the manager in the future can assign suitable tasks for the employee who is lacking. Number four, ensure that employees have proper authority to carry out the delegated tasks. Sometimes the employers might be very good at what they have delegated and equally the employees might be very good at what they have been delegated but if the employers do not give them the proper authority or channels to execute the task it becomes worthless when tasks are delegated the authority associated with carrying out those tasks should also be conferred so things progress smoothly for example to have their own authorized signatures or to move the paperwork to the next level is a necessary factor. So if it's required for the employees to certify or sign particular documents or carry on particular processes without getting permission from the employers, then that authority should be firsthand bestowed upon the subordinates unless which the tasks do not move further coming back to the employer again and again for reasons of lacking those authorized avenues will only delay the tasks and puts additional stress on the employer even though the task has been delegated number 5 avoid the other extreme of micromanaging that is not involving in the monitoring of the progress of the delegation. Employers at first need to set a clear vision, clear goals and objectives before delegating tasks. They also need to set timelines so that they can come back to track the schedules and monitor progress. It is after all at last the employer's job and tasks that need to be done to ensure success and growth within the business so having clear goals and review processes of tasks will ensure the delegated tasks are completed on time efficiently and effectively by the subordinates with quality outcomes as well so in a nutshell delegation is not about dumping the tasks onto a person to be carried out without clear directions or without proper skills and training. It's about carefully planning the right kind of tasks, monitoring performances to have an overview of the task and making sure the psychological aspects of the self and the others to whom the tasks are delegated to are addressed effectively this way employers can ensure the successful completion of the delegated tasks